Welcome back to Adderall and Green Juice. This is a special episode all about my favorite person, Bob Proctor and Paradise. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your favorite person? <laughs> Listen, I have a man crush and I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to say it. We love you, Bobby P. You have a man crush and it's not me. <laughs> yes. Did you see my Instagram story today? It said hashtag man crush Bobby P. This podcast episode. You're my boy go. crush. Boy? <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, wow. <laughs> this podcast is about to go south, y'all. Anyway. Welcome to our last podcast episode <laughs> together. So there are three of us here today. Me, my boy crush, and Stina. What's up? We're all here because we have been at Paradigm Shift, and it's day one of Paradigm Shift with Bob Proctor here in California. So we thought it would be really fun to jump on and share what we've learned, something that you can implement now and something we'd all like to teach. I would you agree we're all feeling very inspired? Yes. Yeah, I wanted to capture the inspiration while we're we're still on the seminar high and anyone that's been to a seminar knows what that feels like. And then the second you get back into the, the real world or as I like to call it, the unreal world. Mm. Then uh things mm. can start to change. And even Christina, like during the first like short break the 20 minute break in the morning and then we had to go and interact with a woman at the bar christina was like wow her energy is so bad yeah, compared to everyone we've just been with it was the, really interesting for the yeah. first th for the last Woo. three hours you know so that that really is um it's a real thing like anyone mm -hmm. that's been to a seminar and been in a positive personal development environment knows what that's uh, knows what that's like so when we got back to the hotel room we thought well let's capture this and let's all share three things number one the biggest takeaway, the biggest aha, the biggest thing that we learned today, like something new or something renewed. The second thing we're each going to share is something that we want to implement right now, where it's like, yeah, that is something that I'm literally going to focus on right now. And the third is something that we want to teach because we all coach in different ways. Ashley and I have our mastermind, we do private coaching, Christina is a coach on her Instagram, she does daily stories and daily lessons and teachings that everyone should go follow and learn about. At Bubbly and Brave. At Bubbly and Brave Big on smile. Instagram. Big really, smile. really amazing, so definitely go <laughs> check that out. And so let's start with <clears throat> Bubbly and Brave, Christina Hall. What was the biggest takeaway from Bob Proctor, Paradigm Shift, 2019. Um, it was so hard to choose just one. Let me just start by saying that. Um, but I believe my biggest takeaway that really kind of shapes this whole entire seminar is um, what you think and how you think is everything. And he shared just, um, you know, thinking takes energy and effort. And actually 2% of people think 3% of people think they think, and then 95, like the rest of the 95% of people, um, like would rather die than think. And I was like, it's so funny. Whoa. And by the way, we haven't, we just took 10 <laughs> minutes each and, and wrote down these, but we haven't shared them with each other yet. Yeah. So what's going to be really interesting here is like, we've all been sitting on, in on the same seminar. Yep. We've all got pages and pages of notes. But we're probably going to resonate and share different mm -hmm. things. So I, I love that. We're going to see if we do. Yeah. yeah. yeah maybe and so. you become what you think. So, whoa. Like, my mind is blown. 
because it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Where where has that sort of like why why was that powerful? I'm just curious because I feel like you know with some of the things that you've gone through personally, but also some of the things that you're observing in your life right now, the thoughts become things thing, mm-hmm. right? You're saying that, and that that's really real. You, when you say it, I feel like it comes across very positively. You're yeah. like, well, if you think positive, then you'll yep. do positive things. But on the other side of this, mm-hmm. thinking about the unreal world mm-hmm. and that, that 95% of people that would rather die than think, most people are not thinking or they're thinking very negatively. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so what does, how does that show up? How, do you, how, how have you observed that showing up in people's lives? Ooh, that's a big question. Um, well, I know a lot of people who have thoughts that they've thought for years and years and years, and they, like, they're so accustomed to them that they don't even realize that those thoughts are what's actually holding them back and actually creating such turmoil and such havoc in their life because they, they've made up their mind to think that way and they can't grasp even the ability or the want to adjust their thinking so that for me it it, it honestly like pushes me away from them because now at this point in my life that I've created such amazing things just with my thoughts in the last year like I don't want to be around that Mm. I don't want to even associate with that because it's so damaging and they don't realize how damaging it is to them because they're stuck they're stuck in it and they they honestly think that believing positively is bullshit and it just it cracks me up you know like it's it's really well no surprises if you believe that that's generally yeah. what will happen yeah like, totally like positive thinking will be bullshit yeah it'll, it, it'll be fleeting and yeah. it'll be temporary yeah exactly it's not it's not thinking it appears immediately mm-hmm. or think once or say something mm-hmm. once it's like well it's think it and feel it yeah. think it feel it be it be do and have. it will become yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly so right yeah cool love that what was number Thank two you. for you um number two for me something and that, this is something that people can implement yeah, now something okay. that i would want to implement now that was just like mind-blown so you had mentioned that on my you know instagram every morning i walk it's part of like my morning routine and um they went over a power life script which i thought was really interesting because i listen to podcasts when i walk i listen to things that'll kind of feed my spirit and feed my soul and a power life script is something that you write in present tense that um, is how you feel about like your relationship, your business, your health, your home. So you write it as in like you have it now. So um, for me, it was, you know, I'm so happy and grateful that I have three beautiful homes, one being here, one being there, what they look like, you know, how I feel when I'm in them, how my family feels, what we talk about at dinner, what, what we eat, you know, those types of things. And, um, they instructed us to listen to it every single day to actually record ourselves saying it and listen to it every single day. Um, because what you listen to your becomes a thought and your thoughts become things. So that was like a huge thing that I'm literally going to finish writing because I already have a whole page written. The the woman who shared it. Yeah, they gave us five minutes and I looked over at Christina and she already had like three quarters of a page (laughs) filled up and I was like, go girl. I I actually didn't want to stop but then I was like, if I don't stop, I'm going to miss this. (laughs) You know, I'll come back to it. Um, But yeah, yeah. she had shared, you know, how um, 
now that my dream is fulfilled, how do I feel? So I guess that that's, you know, that's the biggest thing that I'm going to implement tomorrow when I'm walking on the treadmill downstairs in the hotel. And I just know that everything I'm going to write is going to come true. And I can't wait to be able to adjust my script once it comes true. Love that. Yeah. Number three, the third thing, or not the third thing, but what you're most excited to share and teach yes. with people. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I feel like we're all energy people. We all feel <laughs> energy um, that, you know, ener- like spirit is everywhere and energy is spirit. So it's spirit's 100% even, evenly present in all places at the same time. And so, um, that was huge for me and that humans actually, what differentiates us from other beings and other things is that we have intellect. And so that your intellect, um, like it makes us different from animals. They don't have that, right. You know, um, your intellect can actually tap into your spirit and that can change your physical. So it's all tied in to itself. So that was what I would want to teach people that like your spirit's everywhere, it's energy and what makes us so different is our intellect and we're able to actually be able to shift our, our spirit, which will shift our physical because your spirit comes out in the physical form. Love that. Yeah. Cool. Ashley Diana. How about you go? Me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's fine. the one thing that you learned? Well, I had so much to choose from, but what I wrote down to share here, uh, the the thing that I learned or sort of relearned, because what's interesting is when you when you know a lot of this or you've heard it, um, and even today, this isn't what I'm sharing, but uh, somewhere I've gotten written here, yeah, you you if you really understand it, check your results. That's not what I'm sharing, but I've I've heard a lot of this, and so mm-hmm. it's like, I know that, I know that, but check your results. Is it, do you really understand it? So what I learned or relearned and want to share is make room for the good you desire. Mm-hmm. Make room for the good you desire. And to me, there's a lot of ways of looking at that. I think, and we've all heard, you know, the whole, who is it, Marie Kondo or something like that, that came out with literally make room joy. In your like, yeah, she, she's talking on a really practical level. She's literally but that's saying. that's also really important. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's super important. She's saying. Sarah, Sarah Prow also says that too. Yeah. You're, say you're manifesting for to have a, sorry, cut you off. No, you're manifesting good. to a, a, your partner. Mm-hmm. You're wanting your partner. You're, you're, you've visualized and you're manifesting this perfect person into your life. She says literally to get another mug at the coffee at your Keurig. Get two mugs because one's for you and one's for that person to make clean out your drawers, yeah. to make room for their clothes, make room in your closet. And you're literally manifesting the space for them in your life. Yeah, That's it's amazing. called it's called the law of vacuum and Sarah teaches it really, really beautifully. So if you aren't subscribed to Sarah Prout's podcast, go and, uh, and subscribe to that. It's called The Journey to Manifesting. And um, it's by Sarah Proud, our dear, dear friend, who actually we were texting this morning and we're going to catch up with very, very soon. Um, the way I interpreted this and, and what I've loved hearing Bob say over and over again is make, ro- make room for the good you desire. I am interpreting that this way as in make room in your mind and in your schedule to attract the good you desire. So I love that Bob 
really encourages and talks about sit with no distractions by yourself by yourself mm-hmm. and just be really quiet put yourself in a relaxed calm state what i think that does is if you practice that and do that and just get rid of all the other distra- distractions is you give yourself time to focus on the good that you desire mm-hmm. you need that focused energy um i i'm i i obviously a massive believer like I've always got background noise or background motivation going on um, and I think that's good I think it's good for the subconscious but I think to train the conscious mind which we also learned is is really important to give the conscious mind information not just the subconscious um, positive information through being still being quiet being relaxed making room for the good that you desire I think that's really really good so I I you know I'm a big believer in taking the physical things making room for those but the way that hit me, I was just like, huh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe making room in my schedule and also just in my brain. And, and what I would also say is like m- making room for the good you desire would also mean to me checking your thoughts or clearing out like negative thoughts to replace good ones. It's like if, you can, if, if you've only got 100% of thinking capacity in a day, what percentage of that is taking up by negative thoughts versus good? Mm-hmm. So what? how could you replace a portion of that with positive thoughts instead of having negative thoughts? So that that, that was why I interpreted that. I don't know. I just had it written down. I thought, wow, that's, um, totally. that's a pretty cool thing. There's, there's a lot of different ways to look at that. I feel like it right. forces you to think. Like when you sit with it no does, distractions, yeah. it really just forces you to think. Well, thinking, like Bob said, thinking is not easy. Mm-mm. That's why no. most people don't yeah. do it or don't want to do mm-hmm. it. But... um scheduling thinking time which we've talked about before mm-hmm. in our mastermind is really important totally and it's not easy to schedule thinking time it's no. really easy to fill it up with other things yep. if you need someone you need to do a phone call or a meeting or anything mm-hmm. but i i would also say for what i've noticed too is it takes time to ease into productive thinking you know what sure. i mean like mm-hmm. you can't go from i'm i'm busy 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 and then, oh, it, now it's now 1 p.m. I'm going to start my thinking time. Yep. <laughs> it's like you almost need to wind like down. You need that transition mm-hmm. totally. period that takes time to go from. And, and, and if anyone's doing that or wanting to do that, I would say the best thing to do is, yeah, when you start that, stillness, eliminate distractions. I would start with breathing. But yeah. like I think that really puts you in the present moment to get geared up and then just and then have that productive time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I would challenge you to try this as well. Try meditating going from busy, busy, busy straight into meditating and just like doing the daily calm or whatever it might be. It's totally different than if you wind down, take time, sip some tea, take some deep breaths, all that kind of stuff. I I really think there is an easing into period for things. Definitely. Um, What's something you would implement? What you would tell someone to implement now? Um... I have written down for that. Wait, was that number two or number three? Well, number two the is one. implement Something. now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the thing I would tell someone to implement, or or, or something I want to wait. No, it's, it's something that I want to implement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something Same I want to implement is um, I wrote down: fun is shallow, happiness is deep and long lasting. 
I knew you were going to write that down. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh wow! Because I always say I just want to have fun all the time. Well, and it's not even about it's not even about that. So I like know. I I I'm a big believer in fun, right? I did a values exercise the other day with our coach, and fun was on my values list. I think mm-hmm. fun is really really important. Uh, we've we've talked about this in other episodes. Fun can be fleeting. Well, I you know it's really interesting is is as I as I studied this and just looked at this before we started the podcast, I thought. People's desire for fun, typically, right, in the unreal world, fun is treated, I believe, as an escape from mm-hmm. the misery or the prison of the regular life. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. fun. That, that's why fun is shallow, fun is, fun is temporary, because they're just like, I mean, ha- how many of your friends say, I just want to have fun this weekend? Yeah. Which implies that the rest of their life is not fun. The rest of the week is not fun, mm-hmm. right? Or it's not happy even. So when I think about that, I think, well, fun, fun is shallow. And believe me, I'm all about fun experiences. Like, I love doing fun things. But what if your default was happiness and fun was on top of that? Like, mm-hmm. it, fun does come in spurts. Like, and we've talked about Rich and Kimmy in the past. Like, fun is... A must in their day. Every day they have to do something fun. Well, speaking of that, I talked a lot about fun with Scott, our coach, too, because it's like my top three values Mm. that I... And values are something that you want to have that need to happen every day. But fun doesn't have to have a lot of rules. No values have to have a lot of rules. They can be very simple rules. You can... Instead of fun having to be... Fun is having a cocktail and going out with my girlfriends... Because if that's what is fun to you as a value, then you're going to not have fun if that doesn't happen doesn't every happen. day. So yeah. it's changing what. That's actually not what I said. Yeah, I'm just sure. I'm just making that up because yeah. I think a lot of people do. I really did say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot not of, one cocktail too. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> gotcha. No, I didn't gotcha. say that either. Um, but yeah, so I'm just using I that as an example, because I think a lot of people do say something like that as an escape, but changing what the rules are around your values or the rules are around having fun to something. I have fun when I'm sitting in my bed, relaxing. Hmm. I have fun Mm -hmm. when I'm watching a movie. I have fun when I'm relaxing outside. So something that has nothing to do with other people. I have fun when I'm reading a book. Yeah. Your fun or, and all of your values need to be something that is something that you can control, not from outside mm-hmm. forces. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it is so interesting to think, you know, because I, I, would, I would believe that a lot of the world wants to have fun and, 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 val- and value fun. But I think that the way people treat that is that it's a temporary thing. And I think that also comes down to they don't believe they're worthy of having fun all the time. Right. We should only have fun two weeks out of the year when you go on vacation. You you should only have fun on the weekends, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, just rewriting those rules. Totally. Like who, who taught you that? Yeah. I'm sure we've all had a a parent or a teacher or a a sibling or someone that said, well, fun should only be had at this time on this day, whatever it might be. And I just, I completely disagree. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I love having fun on a, I mean, yeah, like, I don't have a lot of rules for fun, but some of the fun times that I have, I can be on a cruise ship with you. Because you don't have a lot of rules is why you do have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have a lot of fun with a lot of things. I really, really do. Um, You know, or I can be be rolling around on the ground with Lily. And Mm -hmm. I know, like, by default, those are really fun things. But I, 
in the past as well, I don't think I allowed myself to have much fun. Yeah. I don't know why. I think, you know, it's probably just like a too cool for it thing, but um, I've, I've disbanded that. Like mm-hmm. I just, I really do embrace fun. I think it's a great, great emotion and something that everyone should give themselves permission to feel. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it has to come from within. I think about what you said, Ash, too, right now, and they talk a lot about changing your perception. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, it was just shouting out to me when you said that, like, your perception of things has to change yeah. in order yeah, for... Yeah, perception to, was great. Yeah, it was, it was really amazing. I almost wrote that down yeah. to yeah. share <laughs> this, but I'll share it. Yeah. And, 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 and we've got pages full yeah. of notes. I mean, yes, we could we do, do a whole series yes, on we what we learned at, at, at the seminar. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, we're going to, because yes. this is my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're changing the name of the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> So the third thing that I would want to share over and over again with people is that goals are something that get thrown around so much and achieving your goals and a goal digger and a goal achiever and all this kind of stuff. And the one thing that I would want to pass on and teach around goals is that a goal is not... We don't set goals to get, we set goals to grow. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the learning and the purpose of a goal is to grow and it's not to get. Like people think, oh, I've got a goal of getting this car or saving this amount of money or paying off this thing. It's not what you get in the end. I think, I think it's a great achievement and I love setting and achieving goals for sure. But... The growth that you experience on the way to a goal is so important. If you haven't understood or looked at the different types of goals, one, you should join our mastermind because we teach it in there, (laughs) but the ABC goals are so cool and so good. Um, And and the growth that you can experience through actual goal setting. And actually, one thing we didn't tell you guys is this morning, uh, sorry, yesterday was so fortunate. We got a really intimate bonus session with Mm -hmm. like us and maybe 80 other people with Bob and Sandy about goal setting. And it was so cool or goal creation and the art of goal creation. So that's something that I would love to talk about Mm -hmm. more in future episodes. So, um, yeah, just understanding that a goal is not to get a goal is to grow and, and just keeping that in your mind because when you set a goal, it's not always easy. There's challenge, there's adversity. That is the nature of a freaking goal. And people turn away or call themselves a failure when they hit the first roadblock. And it's like, no, that roadblock is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the growth. This is, like, the way you're meant to be going. And whenever mm-hmm. is, whenever there is an obstacle or any sort of adversity, that is a great indication. Not that you should turn away. Not that you should stop. But that you're going the right direction. Lean if you face adversity, it. yeah. If you face adversity, the obstacle is the way. So the growth and growth is the purpose of goals, not to get things. We went in a perfect order because I can piggyback off that. Because starting out, I put the one thing that I learned. Yeah. Was your goals are not to get; they're always to grow. Ah. I love it. <laughs> But I also wrote down something that Bob shared that goes, he said, a goal is something that you would trade your life for. Yes. So he asked, would you trade your life? So I'm asking you listening, would you trade your life for a house? And would you trade your life for a car? And 
for a vacation. Yeah. All the typical goals. Well, because because if you think about it, if you if you've had goals you've written down before or thought before, well, I just my goal is to get this house or my goal is to get this job. My goal is to get that car or whatever. And ask yourself, would you trade your life for that? And it's probably no. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that's not your life goal. Your goal needs to be something that really like moves mountains and changes people and makes life worth it and that makes you grow. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, that, whoa, that's a huge way. What an incredible way to look at goals from a different perspective and such a bigger perspective, like your life purpose. Your life purpose isn't to get that car. Or your red <laughs> bottoms. What? Yeah, yeah, or your red <laughs> bottoms. <laughs> exactly. So that was just a huge aha moment for me. And the thing that someone could implement now is to, for F's sake, stop saying negative things about yourself. Mm-hmm. Just stop it now and to be aware, first of all, that you, we all say them. Whether it's, and the interesting thing is whether it's you're serious or you're joking. It's actually the joking part it's, where I fume up at people. Mm-hmm. Like when people make those silly well, say, passive-aggressive stabs at themselves. About yeah. themselves, yeah. yes. Because your subconscious mind just accepts accepts every single thing that you say to it. You know, it's funny. I Coming here, I just colored my hair. And <laughs> I colored my hair and then it was... Uh, not curling very well and I literally caught myself half sentence because I was frustrated and I was in a rush and I caught myself gonna say I hate my hair and I literally out loud in the bathroom went go I hate my and I stopped because I thought wait, wait, wait why would I tell myself that I have beautiful hair I have hair yeah there's people that don't have hair yeah and and that's okay too but it's just why am I gonna tell myself in my subconscious mind that I hate my hair Mm -hmm. when it's been so wonderful growing it out of my body just naturally without me having to do anything. It grows while I'm sleeping. Hello. Yeah. And I'm going to tell it I hate it. I'm bitch slap myself (laughs) for saying that. But, but, but catching yourself when anyway, with your joking, I mean, I always joke, which I don't think it's the worst thing. I always joke and say I'm a chunky little monkey because my pants are tight. (laughs) That's not the worst thing I could say. But nonetheless, people say a lot of bad things about themselves. They do. When you catch yourself saying bad things about yourself, if you know me, you know that I will make you do this if you're in the presence of me. Look in the mirror and apologize to yourself. Yeah. Literally look yourself right in the eye and apologize to yourself. Also, after you apologize, tell yourself one thing that you love and what makes you beautiful. I love that. You guys see a lot of hairstylists, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to ask this. I know we've got a lot of hair pros that listen to us as well because of your programs. <clears throat> what percentage of clients sit down in your mirror and within the first minute say something that they say or notice, and you can tell energetically, mm-hmm. Sure. say or notice something that they don't like about themselves? What percentage would oh. you say that is? I would say what eighty percent. I was gonna say ninety percent. Wow, eighty to ninety percent wow. for sure. I I actually can't do people's hair. Yeah, that are the well, I the the ones that are that do it all the the whole time. Yeah, they're sitting in your chair. They sit oh, down, they start analyzing. Oh, stuff, I just right? now I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, and I didn't. But I, I, I just that saying that reminds me of a, a client from couple years ago and literally one of the mm-hmm. most beautiful people I've ever seen 
hands down. Mm -hmm. I just could stare at her all day. Just pure beauty, pure physical beauty. She would just sit down in that chair and literally pull her face back. Like, she'd pull it back like she was in a plastic surgeon's office going, oh, I need to get this lifted and this pulled and my chin, oh, my legs. And, and she was stunning. And just beautiful. Mm. I thought, you are smoking something. I, and I, I actually couldn't be around her because it was so discouraging and the energy. And I mm. thought, if you could only see how physically beautiful you are. But it was frightening. Yeah. It was frightening. That is so sad. But anyway, going back to that, that just being aware and that everything you say is an affirmation and everything that you say, good or bad, plants in your subconscious mind. So say, change it, mm -hmm. say something beautiful and opposite, even if you don't actually believe it in the moment, it will change everything in your physical world and change your results. What's one thing you'd want to teach someone? I wrote down earlier today, it just popped into my mind. I wrote it on my first page in this book. I wrote down, making woo-woo, not woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, you, you've heard people call this woo-woo. Uh-huh, yeah. Making woo-woo, not woo-woo. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, what are you saying? It took a second to yeah. click. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, the frequency and vibration. I think the reason that people shy away from this kind of work and I'm making the little quotation mark fingers with my hands but is because they think it's weird and they think well that's vibration that's for those people and that's for weird people and that doesn't make any sense and, and unfortunately people that are really uneducated and don't know what they're talking about throw the words like vibration and frequency and those kind of things around Bob even said if someone ever tells you they're having a spiritual experience he goes you know they're full of baloney yeah. or something. He said, because you can't have a physical experience. You're a physical, you kind of a spiritual, spiritual. Experience. I'm sorry. You can't have a, did I say that wrong? Yeah. Spiritual experience. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you said the first part. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. You can't have a spiritual experience. He says, if someone says that, then yeah. yeah, they're whatever, full of crap. You are a spiritual being and you can only have a physical experience. So again, it's just people are really uneducated with all of this, all of these things I love that Bob can take the spiritualness and energetic stuff and turn it into something really simple and real for people. There's so many different types of people that were that are here at this event. Mm -hmm. You would look at people and go, wow, how interesting. Wow, they're into energy and spirituality and frequency. And you would just never know it by looking at people. Well, actually, piggybacking off that, the other thing that I think we see... Um, tell me if you agree with this or not, is you've got people that are, or like from the, like externally, you look at their Instagram, you say, oh my God, they're so freaking woo-woo. And yet the actual understanding of energy and vibration that they have on a practical level is not there. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, about. I mean, we've all got that person that we follow on Instagram that is like, all about vibes and energy and all that kind of thing, but completely like unsuccessful in different areas of their life, I right. would say, or like off balance or whatever it might be. If you're really understanding energy, like Bob teaches it, you're going to have incredible results in every area of your life, yeah. in your relationships and your, in your mm -hmm. wealth and your health in your business. And it is like you said earlier, Alex is like, look at your results. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people that have great results in different areas of their life, 
whether they consciously understand it or not, they they are understanding that energy is working for them. The energy and vibration is working for them. So my thing that I really want to teach is is like bridging that gap and making the woo woo and spiritual world like real and tangible and simple for people. I love how I think Bob has so many cool ways of sharing it. And one of the things was how there's infinite number of frequencies and they're mm -hmm. all connected. And he explains it a lot through like the iPhone, mm -hmm. how anyone can call anyone at anywhere in the world and you're on the same frequency and people understand it when it's on their when you're talking about a phone. Well, of course, we're on the same frequency. That's why I can call them and it works. But people don't understand that when it's in their life, mm -hmm. how we have frequencies. And he, he described it too with like water, how water is energy. And then when it changes to steam, it's it's another form of energy, but it's a different form. So we call it steam. And then it changes to ether. ether yeah. mm -hmm. And and anyway, what I thought was so neat is he was like, they're all connected. They're all changing to different frequencies. But there's never a start, like a stop from water to steam. It's just a continuous flow. And that's how our lives are too. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, I want to teach that. Make it fun and simple and make it woo-woo, not so woo-woo. Yeah, I love that. I love that too. Well, we've got, this is only day one. We have day two tomorrow. And it's technically day three for us. Because yeah. we've been well, well, And then we'll have a, another and, day. And then we actually have another day. So... <laughs> Just so grateful to be at the seminar that actually, you know, I'll have to share is the story of actually how we got here because yes. that story <laughs> is incredible uh, that we'll share maybe tomorrow or the next day or on another episode. But you definitely want to keep listening and following along because that story of how we ended up here and how we manifested that we all did is um, pretty extraordinary. So, And I'll also grateful. share Bob reading my energy and how that Ooh. manifested itself oh, yeah. too. Y'all, yes. Bob picked me out of the audience and read my energy in front of everybody. That's great. It was amazing. Life yeah. goals moment. Yeah. And you actually said it would happen. Well, that, I, did, I did say it would happen. Yeah. So I'll explain that on the next podcast or when we talk about this next, whether it's tomorrow or the next next podcast. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and being a part of our journey. We all appreciate you so much. And we just know and believe that you really have infinite potential. You can be, do, and have anything you want. And it starts with energy. It starts with giving yourself permission and doing this sort of work. So we're so grateful that you're a part of our journey and we love being a part of yours. And if you missed it, be sure to go follow Christina. She's at bubbly and brave on Instagram. And also just send us a DM. If you listen to this and you're like, this is awesome. It resonated with me. Send us a DM and let us know. And of course, leave us a rating on on our podcast and let us know what you think about it. We love y'all and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Love you guys.